Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney, Vice President here at Rise Up For You. This is the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. So whether you're watching us live on our Facebook page, or perhaps you're listening to us on your way to the gym, on your way to the donut shop, we don't judge. We're excited that you're here. Let me read a little bit about our guest today, and then we're just going to dive in. I love his website, Secrets to Stillness, something like that. I'll get the actual one right for you. But the idea of, I know he's like, that was not it. I will tell you the real website in a minute, but I love that we're talking about stillness because we're all about that. Mindfulness, stillness, emotional intelligence, all of that makes a huge difference in our lives. So stillness to success, stillness to success is actually the name of it. And his name is Ken Clort. Oh, Ken, you're going to have to help me when you get on. Claude Doris. Is that right? Okay, close enough, he says. Close enough. All right, we'll get it right when he comes on. But the cool thing about Ken is that he helps people cut through the noise, find stillness, and create success in their lives. And I know for myself, I have a spiritual practice and meditation's part of it. And I'm sure he's going to talk about all the tips and tricks, no matter if you're an avid stillness person where you incorporate mindfulness or if you've never tried it before and you're a little intimidated. We're excited because he's also an author. And he is the author of Get There, Chart Your Course to Financial Abundance and Live the Life You Desire. He's the creator of Stillness to Success. Yeah, I got it right, Ken. (laughs) And it's an online course. I love that. The accessibility of it that provides a valuable resource for individuals who are ready to create real change in their lives today. He has compiled this course with practical and impractical lessons that he extracted from years of his own self-study. And we do that here at Rise Up For You, where we're literally pulling things out that we have done and then incorporating them and teaching them. Outside the office, he loves the ocean and it's led him to pursue sailing. Oh, I can surf a little, Ken, but I don't know about sailing. And then it's there he also found his passion to give back to the community. In his spare time, he can be found with friends and loved ones aboard a powerboat, a sailboat, or at community events. We are excited that he is here, and he's going to talk with us not just how to thrive, but how to survive in our hectic world. Ken, tell us how you pronounce your last name. Yeah, it's Ken Cladoris. Cladoris. Ken Cladoris. Once you actually just hear it, right, you're like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Ken Cladoris. I should have prepped for that one. It's all good. (laughs) Well, we're so excited that you're on the show today and welcome and such meaningful work that you're doing and how cool that you decided to make stillness to success. There you go. I said it right. Okay, good. (laughs) Of course. So neat. So how did you first start in mindfulness and personal development, all of the things? Yeah, I think um, like most people, you know, you live your life and you're kind of, you reach a point where either you feel like you've reached kind of your limit and you've plateaued or you continually live a life that's like in repeat. And I hit both of those. So I'd gotten farther than I, well, I got to as far as I thought I would get. And 
was basically living the same day over and over, if, if you will. And I had this epiphany moment where I was sitting in the Cayman Islands and I like to say like a wave of just cleanliness overcame me. And I, I was sitting there with this, just all the potential I could ever imagine with no limiting beliefs, just like, oh my God, I could do anything I want to. I should do like everything I want. Um, but then obviously you come home and real life sticks back in and you're like back into the mundane, just grind. And because I was lucky enough to experience it in my body, um, I was like, okay, I know I can live that way. I need to figure out how to do that. And yeah. that's how I started the journey. Absolutely. Oh, we're getting some thumbs up on our Facebook page. Absolutely. There's so many times when things happen to us and when we're away from our day-to-day -day grind, yeah. it seems like, oh yes, I'll never go on Instagram. I will eat clean. I will ride that Peloton for an hour every day. I mean, like we have all these like, great ideas and then we get home and but that's part yeah. of that incorporation piece. So talk to me about that journey. You're in the Cayman Islands. You're feeling clean. You're feeling just a sense of peace, it sounds like. Yep. And then what was that journey like to actually incorporation? Well, so a lot of what you just said, right? I went back to real life and wasn't on the Peloton. I wasn't eating healthy. I was like, oh, I'm back to my routine. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know where to start, right? It was like a lot of searching and I couldn't figure it out. So I kind of did everything in the beginning. Uh, I took every course I could think of and was just like, okay, I'm kind of lost in all the noise out there. And... Um, I did a meditation and I was like, Ooh, I kind of like, I like this a little bit. So then I, you know, went and got an actual mantra and built in like the true practice and immediately started to see the benefits, you know? So I talk about my first meditation a lot is because so many people think if you're meditating, you're not going to have a thought, right? You're going to sit in peace and quiet for 20, 30 minutes, not have a thought and it's going to be great, but that's not really what happens, right? Like you think the whole time. Um, so a lot of people ask that. And I'm like, my first meditation, I thought the whole time there was a gardener working right outside the window where I learned and he'd started like leaf blowing as soon as I sat down to meditate. And I'm like, there can't be any benefit to this. This is a loud, like it's louder than my normal day. Um, but I was so relaxed when I left, like I couldn't even drive my car home. I had to pull over and just like relax and get my body, my body back to having the reflexes that I needed to drive. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, okay, there's something to this. And so I kept meditating. And then I noticed how it affected every other aspect of my life, from my career, my relationships, started to have more free time, naturally started to eat healthier, mm -hmm. go to the gym more, right? It kind of changes everything. Um, so that was kind of how I kind of went through that. Um, and I never intended to create a course or anything like that. That just came about because so many people on the, my career side, which financial advisor, do a, exchange real estate, bunch of stuff. So hence the stillness to success part, because the success is what I've always dealt with with the people um, that I talk to. Um, and so, so many people were asking me like, hey, what are you doing differently? What's going on? Like, you mm -hmm. seem so different. You seem so peaceful. You're not stressed out. Like, what changed? And it was that constant questioning that was like, okay, I need to create a course so I can share what I've learned over, you know, five years with everyone in a systematic way so that they can start to see the benefits as well. 
Oh, I love that. That makes so much sense that people can incorporate it, which is really, it's, it's easy to do it if you're at a spa or you're at a meditation retreat or something. Right. But when we come home, that's where that, that practice. And I, I love how you said, then you just started wanting to eat better. You wanted to work out more. I think the hardest step is starting again and getting, getting it going again. And then it starts to become a routine. And you start to like, ooh, feel a little better. It, and it builds on itself. Also, the other is true. Like, oh, well, I already had the chips. I already had the donuts. I might as well just like continue down that road. And right. we talk about not shooting, S-H-O-U-L-D, on ourselves, like having compassion throughout that process so that when something does happen or quote unquote go off course, et cetera, then we can just like pick up again. So what if somebody is listening? Tell me a couple nuggets. I mean, obviously we want to buy your course and, and check out all your things, but give me a few nuggets from, from either the course or where somebody would even start if they are feeling like, gosh, I, I would like to incorporate more of a practice, but where do I begin? Yeah. So I, I mean, I tell everybody to start where they are. And for a lot of people, they can't even imagine sitting down for 20 minutes and meditating. Um, so on my website, kenclitoris.com, I actually have a video where I teach a one minute, just follow your breath meditation. So it just helps you recenter right in one minute. And once you start to build on that habit, right. I'm talking about those rituals and those habits you'll build from the one minute up to five. And then you're like, okay, maybe I want a mantra now and I can do the 20 minutes um, and keep building from there. So. I love that getting started. Could they also find that on the stillness to success website? Um, yep. Okay. Awesome. So stillness to success, the way that I said it the second time around, be starting from where you're at and then allowing yourself. We talk a lot about it, Rise Up For You, how we're a whole person. So yep. the person is the professional and the professional is the person. And we often think that that's separate. Yet it's we know it's not. I hear a lot, especially if I go on LinkedIn or in any professional development settings, uh, this idea of burnout, the great resignation. We're at the end of 2021 here. Yeah. How do you see a mindfulness practice helping with that burnout and all the things that we're seeing today? Yeah. So I guess my belief statement is the easiest way to describe that is because, so I truly believe that if you find your stillness, right, you can change every aspect of your life, no matter where you are and no matter what circumstance you're in. Um, because to your point, right, it starts with you and how you show up. And so if you have an outlet that's healthy, that allows you to feel refreshed and recentered, and you know it increases your creative thinking and just your ability to listen and show up. Um, all of those things that are negative kind of just kind of go away, um, or they still occur, but you don't give them attention. You don't ruminate on them. You just let it go like as quickly as it came about. And with that, you know it's just a lot easier. The other thing in the course that we talk about is really defining your vision and your core values as a person. That way, you know, whether the burnout is burnout because you're not living in alignment with your life or it's just a little harder, but you know, it's worth it. So you're going to keep pushing forward. I love that. Where would someone start if they're already, unfortunately, at say a burnout stage, or let's say we have a lot of uh, CEOs and executives that listen, and they're constantly looking for ideas for their teams. Of course, they're not responsible for their team's well-being, but they can create a culture that supports 
well-being and overall everything, stillness and all the things you're talking about, that mindfulness. Yeah. So what about if I'm an executive leading a team, where do I go to start having success and changing the culture? Well, I would say it all starts with you. So, right, you lead by example. So if you're stressed out, running around the office, reacting to everything that happens, that's how the culture is going to be. No matter how much training or mindfulness experts you bring in, you need to live by example. And so it all starts with you. Yes, I, I noticed I'm a parent with two young kids. Starts there too, right? Yep. The more that I'm stressed out, triggered, I think it goes back to that emotional intelligence piece of my own self-awareness, my self-management. Then I can have an impact. Then I can have empathy. I can have social awareness yeah. and then build those relationships. But before that, if I'm not taking care of myself, it's difficult too to have capacity, like you said, to deal with all the things that come up for us during our day. And a lot of people are going maybe back into an office or they're just out and about more. And that can be a lot after we've been sort of secluded and home, most of us, for a long time, almost two years. And right. so as we go back, I notice more and more, you probably do too, with clients, people you talk to, the need for, okay, paying attention to what's going on with my body. How am I feeling? Let me take a break. Let's have a dance party. Let's, let's do something. That works with my six-year-old. But let, let's change up the energy or, hey, yeah. I need five minutes. I'll be right back and then I'll be a better version of myself. Yeah. Right. I mean, it is interesting time that we're in right now. And yeah. I think that every person, while we've all kind of lived through the same experience, we've all reacted differently. And I, you can sense the amount of tension in the air yeah. anywhere you go. Um, and so just to be a inspiration and like a breath of fresh air in that space mm -hmm. is, um, is something that will change every aspect of your life and those around you. So. I love that. Now talk with me about your book. Did you write the book first, then the course? What was the order of that? Yeah. So when I started my meditation practice, I had like three major goals that I was like, okay, if like, I'm going to be a better person, like I want to get these things done. Um, and the writing the book was one of them. So I actually wrote the book about the same time I started to meditate and it became part of my morning routine and my ritual that um, I did every day. Wow. And it was interesting in that talking to people about writing a book, right? So many people have a book they want to write or they're like, oh, I've always thought about this. And they tell you how hard it's going to be. And I kind of tuned everybody out and, you know, wrote the book. And so now when people are like, oh my God, you actually did it. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that hard. I just every day created a routine to do it. And then I got there, it's done. It's great. Um, so that's how the book came about. Wow. Um, but I did that same um, type of, you know, routine, if you will to learn how to sail. Cause I started sailing at the same time as the book um, okay. did that. The course was the same thing, right? Every day woke up, start writing. Um, so I've created the system and that's actually in the course as well of how to structure my day. So I get the most important things done immediately and I kind of know why I'm doing it. Yes. And so having that awareness and the ability to focus immediately has created the ability for me to get a lot of things done that most people always just talk about doing. Yeah, I love that. It reminds me of the Atomic Habit book of habit yeah. stacking. So building upon, you're like, all right, I'm already writing the book. I'm already incorporating mindfulness practice. I'm already sailing, like it was maybe easier 
to since you already had that momentum and you thought, well, if I'm already doing great things, what, how do I want to show up? We have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to our show. We have a lot of either authors or people that have ideas and they have a hard time launching. What would you say? You kind of said it in that you thought I'm going to do something. I'm going to actually do it. But do people come up to you a lot and say, but you wrote a course, you wrote a book. I mean, Ken, I can't even, you know, write the first page. What what advice would you give someone who's kind of fa failure to launch? Yeah. So there's a few things. Um, and I had this kind of doing podcast too and YouTube and doing a video, right? You never feel like you're ready. And then you start to overanalyze everything and you're like, oh, I don't have this piece of information. I'll do it then or I'll do it this. And you like start to analysis paralysis kind of thing. And, you know, once you realize that you're just going to start, you're never going to be ready, right? You got to start when it's uncomfortable, push yourself, and then you'll build momentum as you get farther along. So whether it's again, writing the book, you know, because when I started the book, I was just writing, then I got a coach and then I was like, okay, now I need an editor. And you just kind of build and you stack as yes. you move along the process. And it's different than when they started, right? It's like, and then things change. You have to just kind of go with the flow and make it work. And at the end, the finished product is usually better than, you know, if you would have tried to plan it all from the beginning. I love that point for sure. And I know Netta, our CEO, talks about that all the time. Did she know how to start the company when she started it? No. But did she have, it sounds like you had that vision of where you were going. Yeah. And she would talk about that all the time. She had $100, but she also, in her pocket, that was it. Yet she had her dad's voice saying, everything you need is already inside of you and you're going to do it. And so it's it's knowing, you know what, I'm going to get there. I don't have to have it all figured out. That procrastination from perfectionism or thinking like, oh, imposter syndrome, who am I to write a book? Who are you not to do the thing that you just feel like it's on my heart? This is something that I want to do. I want to put out there and why not? So if you didn't catch the name of Ken's book at the beginning. It's called Get There, Chart Your Course to Financial Abundance and Live the Life You Desire. Yes. And we can find it at Amazon and all the booksellers, I assume. Yep. And on my website as well. And at stillnesstosuccess.com. Stillnesstosuccess.com. I love that. And then your favorite platform. I know you hang out a lot on Instagram, right? Yep. Instagram's awesome. the best. Yep. Uh, Ken Kodoris. If you're listening to us live, his Instagram is his first and last name, and it's spelled K-E-N, and then his last name is K-L-A-D-O-U-R-I-S. Well, Ken, we love to ask a question that kind of brings things together. What does Rise Up For You mean to you? Um, basically, be the person you know you could be and get your inspiration, your motivation from within, because that's where it's going to when it gets hard and gets difficult, you're going to have to rise up for you because that's how you're going to show up. Yeah. Be the person. And then when things come up, then you'll be ready. You'll yep. be, you'll be the best version of yourself. I love to add in there that self-compassion piece because things go up and go down. And sometimes I'm on it with, you know, working out or meditating or different things and sometimes not. And then I get re-inspired. So I love the platform that you have. Congratulations on the book the course, what you're doing, and definitely check Ken out on, on all the places to show up. I love it. Stillness to success, really making, making things and taking what you did, what you found when you were 
feeling that sense of peace when you said you said you felt clean yeah. and then making it now into a, a, a practice in, in the real life world. Yeah, that. right. That's the biggest thing in the real life world, right? Not a vacation or anything else. Like this is how I show up every day, whether it's at the gym with a client or on a podcast, right? You just, you got to be authentic. It all starts with you. Yes. And I think you're local to me. Are you in Newport Beach? I am. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in Orange County, California as well. And so nice. I don't know if you'll find me on a sailboat, but you might find me looking. <laughs> well, you, you come down for the, you know, Christmas parade. Everybody does. So. There you go. That sounds amazing. Well, Ken, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Lauren. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, what a great conversation to talk about. And especially, I think, going into the holidays, we are recording this live the week of Thanksgiving. It will probably be aired as well in December. But just to take that time for mindfulness, we can be around a lot of family or friends, and that can sometimes be triggering. So being our best and showing up, that's one of the reasons that at Rise Up For You, we actually developed our 30-day New Year New You Challenge, where we go live, live coaching four weeks in a row in December. And if you want to snag your spot, P.S. it's 50% off right now. So make sure that you do that. Discount code is Black Friday or you can use our challenge 50 code. All you have to do is text 949-416-0671. Again, that's text the word challenge to 949-416-0671. And if you use my code challenge 50, you'll get it for only $97. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. It's been my honor to be your host today, and we'll see you next time on the show.